What exactly is mortgage lender pre-approval? What's the process? What's involved? Why is it important? How does it work? That's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Winnipeg's Real Estate Podcast. You're listening to the Bone Knows Real Estate Podcast. Tips and advice for home buyers, sellers, and owners with award-winning REMAX agent, Bo Kaufman. All right, it's 2023, and by now most home buyers know that they need to be pre-approved before they can go look at a house. Now, what is it? Why is it important? And what does the process look like? So let's start with the why. Pre-approval shows the seller that you're serious, and it shows you, the buyer, as to what you can afford and what the bank is willing to to give you. Pre-approval also makes the whole buying process smoother because your finance condition, if you need one, is gonna be a lot shorter than if you aren't pre-approved. And I I go so far as saying that if you are competing against somebody, if you're not pre-approved, you're not gonna get the deal because the the seller is gonna go with the pre-approved offer uh, that has a much shorter finance condition than with, with you. So that's the reason why it's important. Now, let's start with a couple of factors that are going to influence pre-approval. Well, a big one is your credit history and your current credit rating. Lenders make sure that you've paid all your bills, uh, that you don't have any outstanding uh, bill payments, uh, even things like parking tickets. I've seen uh, an unpaid parking ticket from years ago come up to bite a buyer and, uh, and hinder his approval process. Lenders are going to check your employment and your income. Uh, to make sure you've got a stable employment and, and good solid income. Those factors come into play. The next factor is your debt to income ratio. How many other payments do you have? Do you have a big car payment? Um, are your credit cards ma- maxed out and you have you have to pay $200 a month just to service the debt on those? So they, they have a number where they take your income and they check out how much of that goes to service certain debt and they'll have magic numbers that you can't exceed. So depending on your credit worthiness, you might be able to go as high as 42% of your income can be used to service debt. All right, so before you even make a phone call to a mortgage lender, let's take a look at what's required or what you should be doing to prepare for your mortgage pre-approval. Preparation uh, takes, you know, we take a look at what you can do uh, to streamline the whole process. So here we do things like uh, fixing any credit issues, paying any outstanding debts uh, or overdue bills, making sure all our bill payments are up to date. Um, You might, you know, if you're in a really tough spot, you might uh, hire a credit counselor to kind of help you along with that. And some mortgage brokers uh, can, can actually help with that as well. Because lenders assess your credit history and uh, to see what your credit worthiness is. Are you worthy before they, uh, before they give you money for the house? The other thing we need to do to prepare for the pre-approval is to get all our necessary documentation. Assemble your uh, tax returns for the last couple of years, uh, your bank statements showing how much money is in your various accounts, um, all your debts, your any outstanding loans, your credit card uh, bills. Um, and a- another one would be an employment letter, a letter from your employer stating, stating you've been there for X number of years, uh, collect your pay stubs, and uh, get everything ready for the the mortgage lender to peruse. So next up is how to select the right mortgage lender. And this is where I'm going to really throw you a curve. A lot of buyers go online, check interest rates. Hey, this bank is offering 5.2. This one is offering 5.4. 
none of that really matters at this point because you don't know what you qualify for. Those, those are their lowest rates offered for their very best customers. Are you self-employed? Uh, what's your credit history? What's your credit score? You don't know any of those things. So picking a lender based on the number that they put online is not the way to go. Here is a better way. Pick your realtor first. Why do I say that? Well, realtors only get paid when you successfully buy something. So realtors have a habit of only working with lenders that get the job done. If uh, if I were to work with a lender who, con you know, who lets me down all the time, I'm never going to work with that lender again. So if you call me, I have a number of lenders, mortgage brokers, as well as banks, as well as credit unions on speed dial that I can call depending on your situation. Call your realtor first. He's kind of the quarterback in the whole home buying process and ask him or her for advice as to what lender you should be talking to. So next up, you contact the mortgage lender that's been recommended or you have your own or you contact one or two of them. Don't go to too many because each one of them is going to pull your credit history and one or two is fine. If you pull five or six or seven, it actually puts a notch against your credit rating. So don't overdo it. Pick one or two and submit, fill out your online application and then they're going to ask you for all those documents that you had already assembled, as I said earlier, um, your pay stubs, your letter of employment, your credit, um, your bank statements and stuff like that. So you submit that, let them do their thing and they'll get back to you. They can get, they can take anywhere from a couple of days to maybe a week to get you pre-approved, find you and match you up with one or two lenders that are willing to give you a mortgage. So let them do their thing and about a, within a week, you should have a word saying, hey, you're pre-approved for X number of dollars. Let's take a couple of look at some of the major questions that come up. First one is what's a mortgage stress test? Well, I don't know if, if that's a, uh, something that happens in the States, but in Canada, the federal government has said, hey, if interest rates are three, four, whatever the percent they are, we gotta make sure that whoever buys a house that they're capable of caring a higher percentage if and when that those rates go up and that's actually in hindsight that's probably been a pretty you know i'm not a big fan of federal government intervention but they did this back when interest rates were like two percent and they wanted to make sure that if interest rates go to five you're not homeless and in retrospect in hindsight those are kind of good things it protects the, the whole industry not just the lender but the the banks and the whole lending industry as well so currently it's whatever your interest rates, uh, what you can get, plus a couple of percent. So you're not gonna pay 7%, but the bank and the lenders are gonna make sure that you can afford it if they do go up. So that's what a mortgage stress test is. Don't be afraid of that. It does, you're not gonna pay those higher rates unless they go up. But for now, you're gonna pay the lower rates, but they're gonna make sure that if rates do go up, you can afford it. Next question that comes up is how long does a pre-approval uh, last? How long are they valid for? And you have to check with your lender. Um, most commonly, they're between 90 and 120 days, three to four months. So, but here's the bonus. If you're uh, pre-approved and the current rate that you can get is 5.2%, let's just say, if during the next three months or four months, the interest rates go up, you benefit because you're gonna stay at 5.2%. If rates come down, by the time you buy the house, you're gonna get the lower rate. So it's a win-win. If rates go up, you don't have to pay higher rates. If they come down, you benefit, you're gonna get those lower rates. So that's another reason to get pre-approved. Get those rates locked in 
and uh, you won't have to pay higher, but you might get lower. Another question that comes up is, after I've been pre-approved, can I still be denied for the mortgage? The answer is absolutely. Um, one of the biggest things is don't change your credit rating or your credit worthiness in the meantime. If you're pre-approved on April 1st and you buy a house on uh, July 1st, make sure that you haven't in the meantime taken on a bunch of furniture on layaway. That's a common problem. Uh, you go to a, a, you know, a furniture warehouse and you, you buy a whole suite of furniture and you put it on layaway. That's That puts a credit hit on you. And the bank, most banks will do, or most lenders will do another credit check just before they give you the money. So you might be pre-approved, but if you change things or you change a job or uh, you quit your job and you take on an, uh, a totally new role somewhere else, all those things can really mess with your pre-approval. Pre-approval is just that, it's pre. It doesn't mean you're, you're guaranteed to get the house and get the mortgage. So do as much as possible to not do anything. So keep it, keep things the same. This is especially true if you require CMHC or any type of other mortgage insurer. What am I talking about? Well, in Canada and the US, if you put less than 20% down, this affects most first time home buyers. If you're buying a $400,000 house, 5%, that's already 8,000. Sorry, 5% is $20,000 down. Um, if you're putting 5% down, you're gonna need CMHC, anything under 20%. I mean, let's face it, what first time home buyer has 60, 70,000, $80,000 uh, to put down as a down payment? So that affects a lot of people. So your pre-approval is at bank level or is at lender level. Once you put in a mortgage application, once you put in uh, like an offer to purchase subject to financing approval, that approval has to be gone, gone through CMHC if you're putting less than 20% down. CMHC or the other insurance companies that there are, um, they can put a kibosh on the whole thing. They can just say, no, um, we don't like your credit history, your credit worthiness. Uh, they find stuff in your credit background that maybe even the banks didn't know about. So certainly, things can happen. And that's why if you're putting 5% down, 10%, you should be putting in a finance condition uh, on, on the deal so that if CMHC cancels the deal, you at least get your deposit back. You don't get the house, but at least you don't lose the money that you've put up front. So in conclusion, uh, the benefits to being pre-approved are many. You lock in for a lower rate, you make the whole buying process smoother, easier. You, the buyer, know exactly what you can afford and a seller has some level of comfort that you've gone through at least a pre-approval process. So, and you know, the whole process is quick, painless, and it's free. So you gotta do it, let's, let's get it done. After your pre-approval, of course, you can start going shopping and uh, in confidence that you have a better chance of uh, getting the house with a shorter finance condition and uh, everybody's happy, Bob's your uncle. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I've enjoyed creating it, because I really do love it. If you found the information helpful, why not download my free podcasting app? That way you never miss another episode. And I've made it super simple too. Just go to bonos.homes slash apps. That's A-P-P-S. Available for Apple and Android devices. And finally, please give this podcast a five-star rating. Again, we've made it super simple. Just go to lovethepodcast.com slash bonos. 
Thank you so much for listening. Let's do this again next week. You've been listening to Bo Kaufman of Remax Performance Realty. Are you thinking of buying or selling a house or a condo in Winnipeg? Call Bo at 204-333-2202. Remember, Bo knows real estate.